0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the podcast. So today I've done another one of the things where I grab an episode that I've been interviewed on for somebody else's podcast that was really, really good and I put it in here. I just think it's, real, it's really helpful, honestly, for my time, um, but also it's really good because these interviews that I do are really fucking good because when somebody else asks me questions, I love it um, and it allows me to just like think on the spot, be fully in flow and give really juicy, valuable information and vibes. So um, this is on the Freedom Bay podcast with Kelly and I'm going to put her link below so you can check out her podcast podcast as well but um, yeah it's a really good episode so I would love for you guys to listen to it and let me know your thoughts that's a terrible introduction but we're just gonna fucking go with it Um, I'm not actually gonna edit that out Um, so basically what we're talking about today is all the shit that you guys love we're talking about the difference between masculine and feminine energies um, how to embrace your feminine energy and how to let go of your masculine armor and as as you guys fucking love with my communication tips because I am a really good fucking communicator I am giving you guys some really juicy communication tips with how to effectively communicate with your partner because men and women have a very different brain if you don't know this and you would know this if you're in my certification if you haven't already gotten your spot for the certification make sure that you get it because spaces are open for the next round Um, we're starting next year I'm so fucking excited to take another group of amazing women through and I'm keeping it really intimate and small because I care so much about all of your results um, and making sure that I am kind of birthing into the world the best possible coaches so if you're interested you need to secure a spot otherwise you'll have to wait for a year or longer um, to join the next round so make sure that you're on that if you're not already You can send an email to us with any questions. Um, I will be kind of off my DMs from the 19th of. December uh, for like about a month because I'm gonna be skiing. So you're best off sending an email to Sarah. Um, you will know energetically whether you're meant to be like a student of mine and whether you love what I do. Um, and you as a prerequisite, you have to work with me before. So, those of you that are my clients, you know whether you want to do the certification. Don't sit on it because you already know in your heart, your soul. Anyway, as you would know if you're my certification, men have approximately 6.5 times the amount of gray matter to women and women have nearly 10 times the amount of white matter, white white matter in our brain. So our brains are literally different. Now, what this essentially means is that it's, we as women are able to, um, you know, when you're in an argument with someone and we can just like fucking rapid fire answers essentially, whereas a lot of men will say, I really need time to think about this. Or they'll say, I don't know. Or can you give me a day? Or I need some time. And we're like, what the fuck as women, but we literally have different brains and it's really important to understand how to communicate effectively with the opposite sex Because holy fuck, will it make your life a lot easier when you understand what men mean if you, like, can swap it into, like, the female language, basically. So that shit's really important. Now, if you're not already in Be a Love and Not a Mother, get your booty in Be a Love and Not a Mother, um because if you may have you may have already missed the first call if you're watching this like listening to this in like kind of real time point being is you can join whenever but joining the live calls especially the first two is the best only because the first two calls are going to be a fucking vibe um because I'm going to be in a vibey place so I mean all the calls are going to be a vibe but this is the only time it's going to be live so you might as well join it live in b11 on a mother I'm actually going I'm actually like literally I've put aside time in the four weeks to go through understanding men because I do a little bit of this in queen alchemy um but a lot of in Queen Alchemy is really being able to step into your feminine and receive from men and have that embodiment level. Be a lover, not a mother is kind of like that intro level. Um, And if you've already joined Queen Alchemy, it's still really good to be doing because there's so much on emasculation and understanding men. And we do a bit of that in queen alchemy but not nearly as much we don't, we don't dedicate four weeks of it to it to it in queen alchemy so get in b11 under mother if you aren't already there join up to the certification if you're not already in that everything else sometimes my programs whatnot get your buns in it if you're not watching my instagram story you need to be because like it's fucking vibes right now um because i'm skiing and for actually a little fun fact a lot of you guys wouldn't know is that i am like a psycho skier um people wouldn't really guess it because i like you know, wear cute outfits when I'm skiing and, you know, I'm usually all like the bougie vibes and I'm that with skiing and the adrenaline. Like I, fun fact, I actually am a ski instructor. Like I've trained to be one, but I don't use it. Um, I am a crazy fucking skier. Like if I could spend my life skiing and just like going for like crazy powder days, double black EX. EX means extreme terrain. So you have like black diamond, you have like green runs and then, this is like in Colorado at least, you have green runs, then you have blue, which is like intermediate, then you have black, which is advanced, then you have double black, which is like really advanced. Then you have EX, which is basically like you're on a different planet um that's my shit on a powder day like I fucking love powder days um and like off piece is my jam and I'm going heli skiing for the first time so I am so excited I've wanted to do this for so fucking long and then my ski accident like you know had a little bit of a halt to my ski life uh, but we are back in action and I'm so fucking excited point being is watch my Instagram stories it's a vibe right now join whatever programs you need to join and tune in to this epic interview with Kelly hello and welcome to the feminine as fuck podcast I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF-certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say.
1: I am here today with Monica Yates. We have a, such an exciting episode planned for you. Welcome, Monica. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Kelly, for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. Okay. Let's jump into our what would you rather questions. The first okay, one is scared. One, or champagne.
0: <laughs> what was that? Sorry, what was the first one?
1: Wine or champagne. Oh, champagne. Mm. What's your go-to bottle?
0: Oh, I like fancy. I do like Verve or something. Yeah. Like Dom, like it's
1: got to be dry and like fucking fancy. I totally agree with you. I I just had Dom for the first time a few weeks ago and I was Mm -hmm. like, at first I was like, is it going to be that good? Like, is it going to yeah. be overrated? No, it's not overrated. It's so fucking good. I don't
0: drink cheap shit. I just, I, yeah. I just, the hangover is just too disgusting and yeah. it's just not worth
1: it. So I'm like, if I'm having champagne, it's got to be fucking Verve basically. Yeah. Like it's going to be fancy. Yes. I totally agree with that. I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, Vuv is going to be like our everyday basic bit champagne now. Yes. And like when we're, when we're celebrating something, like even just a tiny bit nice, we're getting dumb.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it.
1: Aisle or window seat?
0: Oh, window. Oh, no, no, no. Aisle. I meant, I meant aisle. It's so hard. I mean, I'm going to sound like bratty for a second, but normally I fly business so I can get yeah. both.
1: Yes. But no, if it's no, so like a domestic,
0: yeah, if it's a domestic flight, even like first class domestic, there's two seats and I still I generally will go aisle because I pay so much and I don't like being trapped in there.
1: Me too. And I don't like asking people to move. Or like yeah. if they fall asleep, it's the worst. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> City life or country life? City. And you're yeah, you're in London, but you've been all over the place. You've been in Yeah, You're not meant to be
0: in London. Corona fucking like mess shit up, but maybe it didn't because everything's meant to be. So I was living, I'm basically, my plan is that I live in New York in winter because I love winter in New York, but I don't really, that's so interesting. Oh, summer in New York is fucking vile. Like it's so sweaty and humid. Like it's just, it's disgusting. Um, and like you're cooped up in an apartment it's just like not a vibe. I I don't like, yeah, it's so smelly. It's gross. So (laughs) normally I do like winter in New York and I'll go skiing in Colorado. And then my plan was to then go and do summer in Europe, like in Paris. And I had an apartment and everything there. I was going to go live there. Then Corona happened and I was like, well, I don't really want to be stuck in a little apartment. In Paris, of all places, like that's not where you want to be in lockdown because also I don't speak any French, yeah, and I didn't know anybody there, um, besides like one person. So I then was like, Well, I don't want to go home to Australia, so I was like, I'll go to London because I've got a British passport, I've got tons of family here, I've got friends here, so I was like, I'll come to London and like. I mean, it's been kind of great for lockdown, I guess, because I'm in like a three bedroom, like what they call a muse, which is like a, like a house, like a three okay. bedroom house. um, like a city, like a townhouse, I guess is what you'd call it. Um, and yeah, I've got a little courtyard area and like, it's been really good so far besides this shit weather this week. <laughs> and so I've been enjoying it. And then once the, like, um, the rules get lifted, I'll be able to at least like travel to Paris, travel to Italy. And so like, it's kind of a good place to be for lockdown, to be honest, because we'll be able to travel Europe.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And especially for the summer too, there's so many options over there and it'll be so easy to go back and forth. And then are you going to, are you planning to go back to New York? So the
0: plan is that I would then stay, well, I guess like stay here until the end of the year, because like, I don't think New York will be cleaned up with everything happening not for even by December. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll end up, staying here I wanted to go skiing in Switzerland anyway so I think I'll stay here until January and then maybe do three months in New York before it gets hot if everything's settled by then and then I'll come back here basically it's like live between America when it's Ameri- when it's winter I live in America when it's summer I live in Europe I love
1: that okay well <laughs> when you're back in America we have to get together because 100%. I'm like an hour flight from New York Yeah. Perfect. So much fun. fun. Yeah. Um, Saturday night in or out. Oh, huh.
0: I would say generally out, especially with Corona. I'm like, get me the fuck out. Yeah. I'm an extrovert. So I would generally say out, but like, again, sometimes if it's winter, if it's very wintry vibes and sometimes I love a Mm -hmm. night in, but generally I'm like, when I say, yeah, generally I'm like a night out, depending what the out is, obviously.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to go out again. Like I, I don't go out that much. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. (laughs) I feel like, like I'm socializing on weekends, but I was in my car the other day and like some good, like summery music came on. Mm. I want to be like at a bar.
0: (laughs) Oh, I I cannot wait for bars to open and to be able to go to restaurants and go out and oh, it's going to be so good.
1: Okay. I feel like I already know the answer to this, but LA or New York? Oh, New York. (laughs) Did did not even have to think twice about that one. We could just skip right through. Beach or pool?
0: Man, it so depends both. Like I like the beach, but I don't like being really sandy after you've gone for a swim, but I love my hair in beach water. Um, If it's okay, if it's like Ibiza, then beach. But if it's like Australian massive waves, like surfing, that I'm like pull.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. I like yeah. that. <laughs> okay, last one is oat milk or almond milk. Oh,
0: neither. Oh, interesting. I almond milk to me is like murky poo sewerage water. <laughs> gross.
1: Almond milk, so gross.
0: I've never even tried oat milk to be honest. Oh. Um, apparently it is really good, but I'm a coconut milk.
1: Okay. Okay. I love yeah. coconut milk. Yeah. 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 I feel like that would be my second pick after oat milk. I'm like okay. the biggest oat milk freak. I'm okay. It's, it's become quite a trend. I've been saying it everywhere. It is. And it's, um, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's like, no, I think it's still healthy. I don't think it's as healthy as like almond milk. Cause it's yeah. like carbs. Um, yeah. but apparently just like with nut milk, I guess like there's still a big carbon footprint with that. Oh my God,
0: almond milk is yeah. so unsustainable because it, yeah. it takes like some extraordinary amount of water to to like um, make an almond basically. Yeah. And then a lot of the big companies, they just, they literally make almond milk and they just chuck out all of the pulp. And it's like, what a way. So right. I'm always like, if you want to drink almond milk, you need to be making it at home and then use the pulp to like make almond meal or make like a... Yeah biscuity thingy mabob bob or some sort of like berry crumble. Otherwise it's a massive waste. But honestly, when people say they love almond milk, I'm like, you have issues. I know.
1: It's actually so gross. And like, it doesn't taste good in anything. In smoothies, it doesn't taste good. In coffee, it tastes like the coffee's burnt. Like it's crap. It's gross. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So tell us all about yeah. you, your business, how you help your clients. Just give us like a big overview. Okay.
0: So I'm going to try and make it condensed. So we're not here Mm. for years, but basically what I do for my clients and how I help them is I really, I mean, the core things I help women to get into their feminine and then men, I just do like life coaching, helping them to like feel comfortable with feeling their emotions basically. Mm. Um, but let's just talk women because majority of your clients have been women. So for women, I really help them like get into their feminine energy, but the way that I do it is through a lot of like trauma healing. So like Trauma is like the peanut butter to my jelly. I fucking love it. Um, So we all have feminine energy within us. And nobody, like, I don't want anyone to be thinking they have to go out and find their feminine energy or like they've lost it. It's actually just that over years they've, they've had all this trauma. They've built up all this shit inside of them that stopped them from accessing their feminine or has stopped them from feeling safe to be in their feminine. So I really help them just get rid of all of that shit. So it's like coming back to their feminine energy and then obviously learning all about feminine energy and sensuality and all that jazz, but the same with like sex and whatever and tapping into your sensuality, it's your birthright. Your body knows how to do it. It's more about like releasing all the layers of crap that you've built over, you know, your life that stopped you from being fully expressed in a sensuality or stopped you from being really confident or stopped you from having a good relationship with money um, or, you know, opening your throat chakra, speaking your truth, having boundaries, like everybody, everyone's body wants them and knows how to do them. It's just that over time things have happened that have made you not do that. Basically, generally it's because of like fear and danger that if I do X, Y, and Z, I will be like abandoned, rejected, and therefore I'll die. It's generally like the pathway in your brain. So I kind of help people to like get rid of all that shit and then um, with all the feminine stuff that I do as well, like a lot of sensuality, a lot on sex, and like getting into that like slut archetype. Um, I love it so then, much. Like
1: you're like my one of my favorite people to follow right now because oh, like how like bold, like unapologetically bold in yourself you are, and it's just like yeah, it's very admirable. Thank you, um, and then I've and then I've got like a little bit of my
0: my split personality. Is the other side of me is very like devil wears prada CEO, like very fiery, and I love doing the business side. So then, when it comes to the business side, it's like running your business from more of a feminine space. But that's really easy when you feel safe in your feminine and safe in your masculine. But again, um, even with the business stuff, it's like if you haven't dealt with your trauma, why the fuck would you like be authentically you or why the fuck would you want to be seen and heard and actually be successful if, you know, you've got fears around speaking your truth, being you, you know, being rejected or being um, too much for people, that kind of stuff. So again, it's like doing all that inner trauma work to then allow you to like have the life of your dreams with so much ease and flow and just basically be authentically you and unapologetically you with like, like literally what you see on Instagram with me is exactly what I am in real life. Like I actually try and keep that shit more PG. Um <laughs> so I am like unapologetically me and it's taken time to get to, but like my clients will get there so quickly now and it's like amazing. It blows me away.
1: Ah, oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Okay, so can you explain the difference between masculine and feminine energies?
0: Okay. Yeah. So think of it like this. Feminine energy is like receptive. It's like relaxed. It's being, it's just like, it's, it's like letting go. Your heart is open. Um, and you want to be like energetically penetrated by the masculine. So the masculine is doing its discernment, its direction, its focus, its discipline. Um, think of it like, Oh, think of it like, um, a cup. The masculine is the cup the feminine is the water. So in order for you to have, in order for the feminine to even like fucking be there, there needs to be a masculine shell. And the masculine shell like contains the feminine in a healthy way. And by having a healthy masculine shell, um, sorry, healthy masculine container, not shell, healthy masculine container, it allows the feminine to move really freely. So the feminine is that part of you that just like, at the end of the day, deep down underneath your fucking ego and fears, like you just want to be ravished and looked after by a man. And you just want like a big, big cuddle from the sexiest dude ever. (laughs) That is your feminine energy where you just want to be like taken basically. And then your masculine energy is that like driving force, that doing, um, that like being productive, having that vision and that mission and like the doing that's basically the masculine.
1: Okay so is it important is it important for them to be balanced or do we need to be more in our feminine okay so
0: as a woman everyone says like you should be balanced like 50/50 no because a woman has got predominantly feminine energy right. and then ma- and then a man has predominantly masculine energy now some women, 10% of women have a masculine core. So at their very, very core, they don't want to be ravished by a man. They would want to look after a man kind of thing, not in a nurturing way. Like they would basically be swapped. And those women that have a actual masculine core, not what they think is a masculine core, but an actual masculine core would then want a feminine man. And that's who they'd be attracted to. Now, a lot of women are actually attracting in feminine men and they don't understand why they're doing it because they don't want that. They want a guy that's like even more intense than they are, but that's because they're actually projecting a masculine energy, but their core is feminine. But if your core is masculine, you will actually be satisfied and Like, you'll be happy in a relationship with a man whose core is feminine. So as a woman, like, let's just say we're all here, feminine core, you want majority of you to be feminine because that's what makes you more. It's like, it's like, think about it like that. um, Oh, you know, like that yin and yang symbol. What's that? Like the circle that, okay. So like, if you look at that symbol where like the black and white swirl thingy, whatever it is, there's a little bit of masculine in the feminine and there's a little bit of feminine in the masculine. That's like the ratio that you want in yourself. So that little bit of masculine within us is what gives us our productivity, our discipline. We sit down, we do the work, we plan our day. We show up on time to things. We phone our friends back. That kind of stuff is that masculine energy. But, and then, and then all the rest of the stuff, like what feels good? What do I want to eat? How do I want to exercise today? Um, like where do I want to go on holidays? Like choosing all that pleasure. That is the feminine stuff. Whereas the masculine's flipped where men, it's like do, do, do all day. And they wake up on the time of their alarm. They get out of bed. They go to the gym, even if they don't want to. And it's like that discipline. Mm-hmm. That's majority their day and then their little bit of feminine would be like, relaxing on the weekend because they're pooped or, um, giving you a cuddle and being nurturing and like using their senses. Um, that kind of stuff will be their little bit of feminine. So way less for them compared to us. And that's what actually creates that polarity. And that's what, that's what makes you feel really in alignment is when you've got majority feminine energy and you, you absolutely need that bit of masculine, but you want mostly feminine. How I also like to think of it is like there's, you can have a lot of feminine energy and there's different like flavors of the feminine. So some days you actually need to bring in more of that fiery feminine. Like I was saying before, like I've had to this week, I've had a really busy week, bringing in more of that fiery feminine where I'm actually doing a lot more. So technically I'm more in my masculine energy, Mm. but the way doing it is like fueled by feminine pleasure. Mm. And so it doesn't, it's not burning my body out like it would be if I was actually in hustle, masculine, no pleasure mode. Does
1: that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like just to flip things to like the business or like get stuff Mm -hmm. done side versus relationships for a minute. It's like, if you have like a big to-do list or you have a lot of stuff to do, it's bringing the pleasure into it and making it feel good versus being like, I have to do this tick, 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 like put your head down, focus. Don't let yourself have fun until you finish it all
0: correct like you know when like i know that you used to do this but like you'd write your to-do list and you 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 really wouldn't want to do it but you would like force yourself almost like when people have eating disorders and they do not want to go to the gym but they will like use so much willpower and almost anger like within themselves mm-hmm. to do it that's not what you want to do don't do that that's like too much masculine energy. Like when men have all that discipline and it blows your mind, it's like they might not want to do something, but they will fucking do it because they've said to themselves, I'm going to do it. And if you're, if you use that within you, you will burn yourself out. And that's what causes like hormonal imbalance as well. in women and whatnot
1: is having way too much masculine energy
0: and not enough feminine energy.
1: So what do you do when you're in that situation then where you're like, okay, I have a lot of shit to get done. I don't really feel like doing it. What do you do to make sure you're getting it done from the feminine side? Okay.
0: So I will like, um, if, if I've had, if I'm like exhausted, for example, and I kind of also base how much I can do with like my energy levels. So I know like I, I burn out and I know that like, I push myself past my threshold. I have a lot of fire in my chart and it's like a tendency for me to just like push past my threshold. So if I'm feeling very tired, I've learnt over too many times to like honor that. So what I'll do is I kind of will look at my list and be like, okay, what actually needs to get done today? Like what is, like what are people waiting for from me where I need to get it done? And generally I'll pick like three things if it needs to be three and I will do those things. But if I'm really tired, anything that does not need to be done today, it can be done tomorrow because you are so much better off having a half an hour nap or whatever, or chilling out for the day. Even if you feel lazy, you're not being lazy because I've, I've actually done this before. And then the next day you wake up with so much more energy and you power through the day, you power through your to-do list with ease. So I, if I am feeling drained as fuck, I don't push through that. I will figure out, okay, what are the couple things that I have to get done? I'll quickly do them focusing on the pleasure of what will, what it will feel like after they're done and me then being able to like relax. Then I will literally like go and chill out or like watch a movie or fucking have a nap. Like I had to do that yesterday. And it means that then the next day I'm like always so much more productive and I flow through the whole day, get a shit ton off my, done off my list. And I haven't been pushing at all. So I really honor like what my energy levels are, but I've also learned to notice the difference between me being fucking lazy and my body actually being like, we need some more TLC. Monica, you've been working really hard this week. Like I've learned to notice the difference, but on a general day, if I'm just like, Oh my God, I can't be fucked. And I'm being lazy to get myself into like that kind of energy. One, having a fucking orgasm, a full body orgasm, getting all of that energy through your body is a really good place to start. So like, if you don't have like a self-pleasure practice or a morning practice to like get the vibes going, that's really good. Fucking dance party, as we all see on my Instagram stories, I have them even if I don't feel like having them, I like fucking put some Katy Perry on and you can't not sing to Wide Awake. So there we go. And then I am Wide Awake. Um, And then another one would be like, um, I actually, no matter what clothes I'm wearing, if I put a pair of heels on, I feel like I can conquer the fucking world. That's such a good one. So I will literally sit, I mean, I have like shoes in my office. I will literally sit at my desk with a fucking pair of heels on and I'll be like wearing a tracksuit walking around (laughs) my house in heels because it just makes me feel like and I, I'm kind of like, also with Corona time, I'm now working at home every day and usually I'll work at an office some days and then I will come home and work here at other days. So for me to have to, to not be able to go into an office is kind of annoying because I like that. I like that yeah. separation of going to work and coming home. Um, so I've I've also just tried to like, you know, make do with what I've got. So putting heels on and sitting down kind of makes me feel like, I've gone to work for a second, so I also do that. And then, I mean, if possible for people, this isn't possible for everybody, but um, if you work at home, like try and have a separate workspace that's Mm. not in your bedroom. Mm -hmm. So I've got my bedroom and then I have an office and everyone doesn't have that luxury. Um, And it allows me to then like when I'm in the office, I'm working and I don't work in my bedroom and that's just like my pleasure space. And then I do work at the dining table sometimes downstairs if I need like a little bit of a change of scenery, Um, but that's, that's fine. So I also find like changing up my scenery is really helpful.
1: Mm, yeah, it's such an important piece because if you're not feeling inspired where you're working, like it's it makes it, I find it just makes it so much harder to get started. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's take things back to relationships. So what do you think most like are most women? I know this is kind of a blanket statement, but do you think most women are more in their masculine in relationships?
0: Yeah, majority of women, it's it's a shell, it's it's a protective mechanism. Majority of women in their relationships and just in general, majority of women are actually really masculine and they don't know. They just think that they're like independent and that they just like our CEO boss bitch girl vibes but actually it's like them being really in their masculine and that's not bad like I mean I'm very fiery so there's different flavors of the feminine I don't want people thinking that like the feminine means like airy fairy and like submissive in a wounded way like we we do submission in a fucking like sexy as hell way (laughs) um that's not what the feminine is everyone has different flavors for some people the feminine is like quiet and very graceful for others like she's quite fiery and sassy I mean I change depending Depending on where I am in my cycle. Most people do. If I'm ovulating, I am like dirty, sassy, like (laughs) fuck me now. (laughs) But if I'm in my like luteal phase, I'm very like chill, very grounded, very earthy kind of goddess vibes. Like it really depends where I am. But majority of women, yes, are in their masculine. That's why they find they get really frustrated with their partner. Like let's say, like let's just generalize the statement that you're in a, um, opposite sex partnership. So you're the woman, he's the man. Um, you'll butt heads with your partner all the time. You'll find that you're like sexually super incompatible. You get, you get angry with him. Um, he never does enough. Like you guys just butt heads basically. And you don't know why that's because you're actually both in the fucking masculine. Like there's no polarity.
1: Okay. So what can we do then to, what can we do as women to be And be in more of our feminine and create that polarity and create that balance so that the relationship isn't butting heads. Okay. I feel like so many people can relate to this right now. (laughs) Yeah. So the number one thing is if you do
0: not feel safe to be in your feminine and to let go of that protective masculine, because it's a protective shell, Mm -hmm. if you don't feel safe, you will not be able to get into your feminine. So like I used to think that the feminine was like weak and petty and lame and like soft in a bad way. And I didn't understand what like the true feminine was of like, it's the receptivity, it's the magnetism, it's like sexy, it's alluring. Like I didn't understand that men were attracted to that. Like I thought that was like weak. I thought men were attracted to like, you know, like fucking hustle, like girl boss, like making tons of money, wearing suits every day. Like I thought that was sexy but and it is sexy like for for that vibe as well but what's really sexy to a man is a woman that can like fucking receive him and has like an open heart and is alluring and just like where he just looks at her and it's just like there is just something about you and I don't even understand what it is but I just like basically get hard looking at you or even thinking about you that's what we're going for right So one, you need to feel safe in your feminine, 1 million percent. And then you need to do the work to obviously get rid of that masculine shell that's keeping you, you know, with your heart closed and it is keeping you safe. So you don't need to feel shame about it because there's nothing shameful about it. It's doing its job. It's trying to keep you safe from rejection, heartbreak, X, Y, and Z. Generally, it will come from a daddy issue, not always. Um, And it's also very wound into society as well. Um, And then One of the ones that I always say that has helped people a lot, just like even from my podcast, is um, when you... A lot of people, I mean, it's hard with corona, but a lot of people that go to work, women go to work and then they're like in a corporate job, they're like hustling all day at their desk doing and then they come home and they're still in that energy and there's nothing that like breaks that cycle. So they come home in their masculine and then they are locked in and they stay in that. So what's really good is if you can like on your way home listen to music in the car or on your headphones or whatever, or listen to no music and come back to presence, come back to your fucking body. Or maybe you walk in the door, you give your partner a kiss or whatever. And then you actually just like have a rule that like you need five minutes to yourself. And I find it funnily enough most men when they get home they will say I just need five minutes of me time they like know to fucking speak that up but we like don't speak it up as women but they often need just to decompress from their day for a second so when you do that as well come home have a shower change your clothes whatever you want to do do something that gets you into your feminine it could be putting music on it could be having a bath. It could be literally, I mean, I even tell clients sometimes go into a bedroom, lie on your bed and just stare at the ceiling. Don't fucking scroll Instagram, stare at the ceiling and come back to just like your own body, come back to your energy, get grounded again, and then go downstairs from a grounded space. Because it's actually just fucking unfair if you're always in your masculine, because it's unfair on your partner. Like he can't do anything to get you out of it. You have to want to get out of it. I mean, I've had fucking clients where they're... Boy, boyfriends or husbands have paid them back for doing my courses or emailed me being like, thank you, because it's changed them and their relationships so much wow. by the woman being in their feminine. Like it actually, one of my clients said the other day, one of, one of my clients said that her boyfriend was like, what would Monica say if she knew you were doing this? And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like in everybody's relationship somehow. <laughs> Point being is that like, we don't understand that by us being in our masculine, we are literally hurting them. Like we are hurting them because they can't be the man they want to be for us because we just keep shutting them down. So I would say that like one of the best things to do is that if you don't have a practice to like get you back into your feminine after a day's work, you absolutely need to implement something. It does not need to be the same thing every time. In fact, the feminine doesn't like the same thing every time, mix it up, do what feels good in that moment. But you need a practice to like ground you when you get home or when you finish work X, Y, and Z. And the more that you do this work, the more that you get into it, you'll find whatever kind of works best for you. Um, but I love music and dancing and like even just changing my outfit, putting on like some essential oils, and make you feel really sensual X, Y, and Z. That always gets me um, really into my feminine.
1: Mm, I love that so much. And that's like something that you would think like when you're finishing work, like, okay, like your work now you're home, but you don't think like masculine and now feminine. So it makes so much sense at the same time. Um, what, what role do the energies play with communicating with your partner and how can we be more in our feminine with communication?
0: Okay. So I would say communication is the thing that people struggle with the most. It's so hard to communicate. um, if you don't, I mean, I would say the main thing is that like, you need to stop taking shit personally and you need to be able to like, you need to be able to hold yourself in difficult communication scenarios. A lot of people just get triggered and then they just like, fuck this, they close down and they don't allow themselves to like, feel a trigger and then like explore it in the moment. So what happens basically a lot of the time is like, Men will say something or not say something. We create an assumption based on our own reality. And every time that you like don't communicate or you don't share with a really open heart, you actually close your heart off to him and you start to lose trust. I mean, I'm sure you can relate, Kelly, of just like oh, even yeah. times when, you're, when your partner's done something and you've gotten pissed and you don't tell him straight away and it builds resentment and you can feel yourself kind of being like, I don't really want you around. Like you feel yourself closing off to him. Yeah. How unfair is that on him? like, he didn't fucking know. And you're literally closing yourself off. And lack of communication doesn't kill relationships. Resentment kills relationships. Mm. And resentment happens because there is no communication or because you're too afraid of rejection that if you said something, he would leave. A lot of people, a lot of women and people in general are actually afraid of like speaking up because they have a fear that then if I speak my truth, he'll leave or she'll leave, whatever it is. And that's obviously sometimes the truth, but if they're in love with you or if they, if they are actually a good fucking decent human being, they would not leave because something's annoyed you. They'd be like, let's have a conversation about it. Um, so in terms of like the roles of the feminine and masculine with communication, the feminine needs or wants to communicate with a really open heart. She wants to communicate from like a grounded space and from her body, not like not her rational thinking mind. So men will communicate very rationally of like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like I don't think so, or you know, um, you know, I just can't be with you, right? And we just go, what do you mean you just can't be with us? Like, do you want to be with us or do you not want to be with us? And they're like, no, no I can't. And you're like, well, you can, you're like, and we we get into this battle because we don't understand their needs and desires. So, for example, if if the man that you're with for whatever, like, or boyfriend or husband or woman, no, no, not woman. It would need to be someone with a masculine core. Even if you are actually in a same-sex relationship, if you're the feminine being in the relationship and she's the masculine, it would kind of be the same thing. So just, like, use the words interchangeably, but I'm just going to use heterosexual couple for the sake of it. So if you're the feminine and your man's the masculine, let's say, for example, that he's like, now's not the right time, or I'm not ready for a relationship, or I just can't give that to you, or you just feel like he's getting distant. You need to also look at what's his job like. Does he have, is he fulfilling his vision, his mission, and his purpose? If he is not, he cannot give himself fully to you. Even if he wants to, he literally won't do it. So the feminine's number one need is love and connection, Number two you need is passion and purpose. Men, it's swapped. Number one, passion and purpose. Number two, love and connection. If they are not fulfilling their passion and purpose, they will not be able to be open and communicate with you really well or just even be with you and be really present with you. So what will actually happen is they will go and work harder at their job and we feel rejected. The feminine heart feels rejected because we don't understand that them working harder at their job is literally them loving us. Mm. like that's actually what they're doing and we don't understand it so in terms of communication when you're communicating or the way that I like to communicate whenever I'm communicating is I use lots of feeling words and I literally like will use my hands to like show him what's happening in my body of like you know I'm feeling really hurt and I'll put my hand on my chest or like you know I can feel myself like closing off to you when you said this like it made me feel not Not you made me feel, it made me feel or I feel. Um, And also making sure it's really powerful as well. Like use your... Feminine energy to like help draw them into the conversation so that they can soften their heart. So, if you're having a really difficult conversation, don't sit on two chairs at the fucking dinner table. No, sit on the sofa and like put your legs over him or like, you know, have your hands on his thighs or be sitting on top of him. Don't have a conversation like a very serious one in bed, obviously, because then bed will become an anchor for like that shitty energy. Um, But sitting on the sofa and like being intimate with him and touching him will actually help him to. get more into his heart and for him to ground a little bit more. Um so that'd be a really good thing for you to also be doing. And then like I find a lot of the time as well for most mo- the average look, let's just say average couple, if you both are in personal development, different story. But the average couple where the woman's often into like personal development and the man's like, I couldn't give lots of a shit. <laughs> when you when you like um when you expect them to lead the conversation, it can get a little bit icky sometimes. So part of what I also like want to encourage your listeners to do is actually you be the one to lead the conversation. So you be the one to kind of guide the conversation where you want it to go. Like, how are you feeling in this? This is how I am feeling. How did you mean for this comment to come across? Because this is how I interpret interpreted it. Even saying like, you know, I made up this story of, so you're not saying like, you made me think X, Y, and Z because it's not, you actually were making up a fucking story. It wasn't a fact. And so you can be saying, I made up a story that if I told you this, or if you did this, that you were going to leave or that you were going to reject me. And he'll be like, what the fuck? Obviously not. And you can say, no, no, I know. Obviously not. And not, but and I am wanting to share it with you so that you know for the future that's like a wound for me or that's a trigger for me. Um, oh, and something else really important is that the feminine also can go into communication with like fucking airy fairy, like here is my thesis, here is the TED talk, and we just go <laughs> on and on and on. And it's so fluffy, right? And I get this because I fucking do it. And this is your reminder that you need to go into a conversation with your partner, with the masculine, with clarity. So for example, it's like, um, oh fuck, what's an example? Um, let's say, let's say you're fighting about um him not cleaning up enough. Like it doesn't clean up enough. Okay. So if you go, if you go down to sit up, just, if you go to sit down with him and you just go, you never clean up. I feel like you're not caring about me. Um, like I feel like I'm the only one pulling my weight, like all you do is work, work, X, Y, and Z. You're not, there's no clarity in that. Like there's literally none. All you're doing is projectile vomiting on all of your feelings and beliefs. And he just goes, And what can I do with this? Like, there's no solution. There's no information basically. But if you went in with, hey babe, I'm feeling like I'm the only one pulling my weight and I know that you're busy, I'm needing you to just like um what were the actual the right words? I'm needing you to um promise me, or I'm needing you to um like commit to a good word would actually be commit, I'm needing you to commit to picking up the groceries once a week from the supermarket or cleaning up the dishes a couple of nights after dinner. Like I'm happy to cook, but I need you to clean up because I'm feeling really drained at the moment. That is clarity. Going in with fluffy vomit does nothing for men besides overwhelm them. And they actually go more into their hermit shell because they're like, I can't do enough. Like I'm never enough for her. Um, I'm not a good enough man. Therefore she deserves someone better. I'm going to leave. That's literally what goes through their brain. And you're like, what the fuck? That's not what I said, but that's what happens in their brain. So when you go with clarity and like, this is what I'm actually wanting from this conversation, then you can make sure the conversation goes there. So even if you need to send someone a long ass text message, like your boyfriend, a long ass text at the end of the text. So in summary, blur, (laughs) ask the question, because otherwise they just go like, what am I meant to do with this? So even before going into a conversation, fucking figure out in your head, what am I actually wanting from this conversation? Because A lot of people don't even know what they want and they think they'll figure it out in the conversation. You fucking won't. You need to step back for a second, find out what you're actually wanting and then go in with that intention, with that focus into the conversation and lead it that way.
1: Mm. So yeah. is it okay then to, cause I know something that I struggle with is sometimes I get frustrated or annoyed and I don't always know why in that moment. So do you think it's yeah. okay to like take the time you need to reflect, figure it out and then have the conversation when you have that clarity so that there's one million percent. clarity. Okay.
0: Yeah. So for for example, let's say he does something that you just are going to like fucking lose your shit and it's tiny. It's not that. It's that that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. So what you would then do is like, babe, I'm about to lose my lid. Not at you. Just all this shit's building up from like fuck knows what. I just need to like go to my room and have an hour to myself. I'm gonna be back in an hour. Just like I need to get my shit together. And he will actually be like, res- like he will respect that because he's not. You've not projected your shit onto him and made him feel small. Just like you would appreciate if he just if he was like, babe. I need to walk. It's not about you. I don't know. I'm just feeling so on edge right now. I need to walk. I'll be back in an hour because then he comes back in his best energy and you would, for example, you would come back in your best energy. So that is healthy. In fact, even if like you're not living with your partner, but you're just like dating somebody, let's say for example, that he like, um, he like does something that really pisses you off and he kind of knows that it pissed you off don't just like see him the next day from like people pleasing or because you're afraid that if you don't see him, you'll never see him again because your heart's going to be closed. So when you see him, you're actually going to be projector, projecting resentment into the container that you guys have, which isn't going to help you guys progress in your relationship. So instead what you would want to do is you'd actually want to give yourself like a day or two of like not even talking to him and just being like, I just need two days to me. I'll call you in two days time. Um, I'm just feeling really on edge about a lot of stuff right now. Give yourself two days because if you give yourself two days, you will release the resentment that you have in your body for him. And then you'll be able to open your heart back up. Um, or go and scream into a fucking pillar. Like anger isn't bad or like screaming isn't bad. It's when you do it at a person, it's when you have aggression towards a person or, um, yeah, or like you get angry towards a person, that's where it becomes unhealthy. So you're much better off just being like, pause, I need to go fucking release some of this anger and go scream into a pillow and then come back. So you're in more grounded, clear energy. So you can come into the conversation from a clear space. um, that is way healthier. But I will also say, if you're building, if you're letting shit build up, you need to fucking fix that because that's not fair on anybody. And it's so not fair on him. And men, fucking hate it like they hate it when women just like hold on to things and then all of a sudden explode and so many women do it and it is one of their pet hates so -hmm. like when something's wrong Just fucking tell him because then it's going to be fixed within five minutes. And they'll be like, oh, cool. I didn't know that. Thanks for telling me. Boom, done. Moving on. Rather than it like mulling and dwelling in your body and then you explode. That's not fair. Nobody likes that. It's not, it's just like a shit human thing to do. So like stop letting shit build in your relationship for the sake of like, you know, not rocking the boat X, Y, and Z or whatever you're afraid of because you're going to eventually rock the fucking boat when you explode. So just tell
1: him like, that makes so much sense and that's exactly why we do that too is because you don't want to like be um what's that word naggy or like rocking the boat or whatever, but yeah. you end up doing it more when you let it all build yeah. up. Cause then you have like and a list of shit that you.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's like, you kept like a fucking tally and that just worries him because then yeah. it's like, cool. So for the rest of my life, are you just going to keep a fucking tally on everything that I'm not doing correctly? Right. So by telling him, like, you don't have to do it in a naggy way a naggy way is like breeding shame. You don't have to be like, why did you do that? Like, don't use the word why. And let's say for example, um, let's use for example, let's say for example, um, he's never planning any dates. Like you plan the dates or you have to be the one to be like, you he know, can I see you this far? <laughs> okay. So if you say to him, why do you never plan dates? Why do you, why do you never text me anymore? That's naggy. But if you said to him, Hey, I'm kind of missing when you would like organize really sexy dates and I just got to like relax and just, you'd pick me up, make me feel like a fucking queen. Can, can you do some more of that? Cause I kind of miss that. That's like actually giving him something that he can fucking use. And that's not naggy at all. That's actually sharing what you fucking want. And another thing that men love is not playing a guessing game. They fucking hate it when they have to guess. Like I sometimes get my clients to literally write out a list of what they want and give it to their man. Like a hard copy. Here is the list. But that's not annoying. Do you know how many men go, oh my God, thank you. Like now I never have to wonder what will make you happy. You've given me a list and I can look at it when I'm out of ideas or when I'm stressed and I can't think of anything. I can look at it and I know that I can make you happy because all men want to do like is make us happy. When, when, when we are happy, they are happy. So it's really important that if you, I've got an episode on shame people can listen to. Shame is so bad, especially towards men. Um, If you shame a man, it's just going to breed more shame and it's going to make him retreat. It's not going to make him step up to be the man that you want to be. But if you instead gave him like positive reinforcement, like, hey, I'd actually prefer this next time. Or like, hey, can you plan a really sexy date for us? that is going to make him do something not, why do you never plan dates anymore? Mm. That's not going to make him do anything. So make sure that you're like using the correct terminology as well.
1: Mm -hmm. I love this so much. It's going to be like (laughs) my go-to episode (laughs) when I'm annoyed. On repeat. (laughs) What would Monica say? Um, Okay. Can you, I we may have touched on this a little bit, but can you speak on letting the man lead in the relationship and what that, what that looks like in your perspective and why it's important? Okay. And how to do this.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I would say that, I mean, it's easiest if you can start it from the very beginning of a relationship. If not, I always just get my clients to do it. Like I get them to use me as an excuse. Like it's really good. If you're really struggling in your relationship, it's actually good to like do a program because then you can like be like, that can kind of almost be like an excuse as a reason to change. And it's not like it's, Oh, it's come out of the blue and he's not good enough. It's like, no, you've actually up leveled. So I will often just tell my clients, like you're in a program and he's very aware of it. This is your chance to literally go back into the honeymoon phase. Don't fucking miss this opportunity once this is done. So the honeymoon phase is a really, is like the beginning of a relationship or beginning of a marriage or beginning of an engagement or beginning of after a program, for example. And that's going to be the easiest time for you to like change a dynamic or set the dynamic up the way that you want it to be. So if you're in the beginning stages of dating someone, getting him to lead is the easiest things is the easiest time because for example, you would like encourage him to make the date or if he was like, um, like what do you want to do? You would say, for example, like I'm up for Whatever you decide and let me know, let me know what time, like literally don't even be like, oh, I don't mind. Cause like, fuck people hate that. Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind. Actually kind of tell him like you do it. Tell me the time and I will be there. It's like, that's actually giving him permission to lead. And cause I want to say a lot of men these days are afraid to lead or afraid to be too in their masculine because they're worried that women are going to rip them down because women, we, we, we put up this really good shell of we're all fucking these independent women. I don't need no man bullshit. And it's like, well, you don't need a man, but we all want a man. And like, you're kidding yourself. If you say that, like, you don't need it, you don't want a man because you do want a man. We all feminine beings want the masculine. It's like fucking delicious. Anyway, um, And because of the second wave of the Me Too movement, a lot of men are actually afraid to really be the leader because they're afraid that they're pretty much going to be accused of sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. So they take a big step back and they kind of wait for the signs and cues of like, oh, I'm allowed to. So obviously it's easy with my job because it's like I'm all like fucking feminines. I'm like, they're like, all right, she wants me to fucking lead. If I don't, I'm going to get booted basically. (laughs) That's kind of easy. But um, in the beginning, you know, saying things like, Um, I would love for you to plan the date or like you plan the date. Let me know. Or, um, like, what do you want for dinner? Um, or like, I'll come around to yours. Like their little examples of just like kind of showing him that it's safe for him to lead. Because a lot of the time these days, we actually need to make it known to them that it's safe and that you will receive. So another thing is we all think I want him to lead, be more masculine. But the thing is you can't fucking receive. So he's not, he can't keep leading if you don't keep receiving. That's the really key thing. So like, for example, if he, if he opens the car door or goes to open the car door and you're like, I can do it. Well, there you just fucking blow one. Yeah. There you go. Or if you walk out the fucking front door first, there you go. Like now you're leading. Or if you walk in front of him when you're walking down, when you're walking down the street, you're leading. Right. Um, and another one is like, if you're always planning the dates, you're leading. If you're always texting first, you're leading like those. And I'm not saying it's bad to text first or it's bad to plan dates. I'm saying that like you want, especially in the beginning, right. you want him to be doing more of that because it gives him that masculine energy and shows him that you want to receive, but then you also need to fucking receive when he does lead.
1: Yeah. What about this is coming up from you now? When you're like, if you ask him, for example, what do you want for dinner, and then he says something, you're like, no, I don't want that. Let's have this instead. Is cool. That Good question. Thing? Good question. Hey, babe, I have three options for dinner. Which ones would you prefer? Okay, gotcha. And then all I three, like, like, I'm you like that. I can like control. I like to, yeah. Like, I, I will say, I'm like, okay, yeah, you decide, blah blah blah, and then I'm like he'll come up with something and I'm like, no, I don't like
0: that. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of when you'd be like, babe, I would love for you to choose where we go for dinner tonight. I'm really feeling Japanese or Italian.
1: Okay. And then let okay. them be between your choices. Exactly.
0: Okay. Because that's still, I mean, that's also good because a lot of men are like, Jesus, like, I don't want to upset this woman. Like I know that she's fucking fussy. So if you, if you kind of give them a few options and tell them kind of what you're in the mood for, that's really helpful. Even like, um, Hey babe, can you plan a fun date this weekend? I want something really fucking sexy for us to do.
1: Mm. There you go.
0: Or well, like I want something really chill, like kind of give him a little bit of um little a little bit of something to play with. Otherwise they're just like, "Oh god, how do I please this woman?" Like I don't want to fuck this up, And it puts a lot of pressure on them. So good question. Yeah, kind of give them some options is a okay. good idea.
1: Okay, cool. It's like a choose your own adventure. Correct. (laughs) Correct. And like you will win either way, basically. And they win either way. Exactly. I love that. Um, do you want to really quickly touch on, I feel like you're so good with like tapping into like the sensual energy as well and why that's important and what tips you have for women on like bringing that in more.
0: Okay. So your sensual energy is like your life force energy, your creative energy, like your libido is in there. It's going to be influenced by how much sexual energy that you have. It's also the energy of money, Um, and so if you're really depleted in your body, basically you're depleted of life force energy, you're depleted of feminine energy, you're depleted of magnetism, creative energy. Your sex life's going to be pretty fucking like meh, right? Because you, your sexual energy is going to influence your sex life um if you have a low libido or if you've got low life force energy or low creative energy that's also going to affect your libido so they're all kind of like interwoven um i've found that the more that i've gotten into my feminine and the more that i felt safe to be really expressed the easier it's become to be really feminine, really in my sensuality. That's the kind of key thing of um, a lot of, uh, also like your cervix is connected to your throat and a lot of energetically, a lot of women, they don't speak their truth, they don't draw boundaries, they're people pleasers. Like working on that stuff is so important to begin with because otherwise you're not going to be able to get to that deeper layer of like activating your sexual energy and feeling safe to do so. Um, so like, for example, in Queen Alchemy, we do lap dances and um if they all have to like post a video in the facebook group and it's such a vibe but that's like the last thing we do because before that we need to done like we do sensual eating we do the throat chakra stuff we do the boundaries the people pleasing all that like the mummy and daddy stuff the trauma mm-hmm. and everything we do all of that beforehand so when by the time they get to the lap dance they are like celebrating themselves it's mm-hmm. like i am the hottest shit on this planet And if you're trying to get into your sensual energy, when you've got blocks around it, it's actually going to create more blocks because you'll be going into it, you'll feel trauma and then it will actually anchor in being in my sensuality brings up trauma. So you're going to actually block yourself more from tapping into that. Does that kind of make sense?
1: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. So it's really more about like doing the inner work first than it is just like Doing the external things.
0: Correct. Like, don't go buy some like how to do a lap dance course. Or, I don't know if you can do that, but like, don't go buy some like sensual course or think that like just buying like some sexy red outfit is going to like change everything. Like, yeah. you can fake it till you make it, but it's actually not going to change that much on a right. deep level. Like, you won't, but, but put it this way, you won't have the, um, the real, true, authentic confidence to, like, open the door wearing, like, a garter belt, thigh-high boots and, like, some gab and not be, like, shitting your pants. Right. You want to be able to open that and be, like, fuck, I'm so amazing right now and be so excited, not scared. Yeah. That's where you want to get to because other... Because, like, your sexual energy is kind of fragile because... If you feel rejected when you're that vulnerable, that can be really traumatic. So it's really important that you can get to a place where it's like, oh, I can never feel rejected because I don't reject myself. And then once you get there, you're you're happy to put yourself in those really, really vulnerable scenarios where you're like giving your man a lap dance or you're rocking up with like no clothes on or whatever it is. Um, And even if he was like, babe, I can't, I'm so tired. You wouldn't take that personally. You'd be like, all right, I'll do this for myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of where you want to be able to get to because then it makes it really easy. And you're not going to create more trauma being in that vulnerable state.
1: Mm, okay. This is yeah. so amazing. And this is all what you teach in queen alchemy, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, so queen alchemy one-on-one, like any of my, like depending on the program, yeah. Queen alchemy in, in Baba, we do more like feminine business stuff. Um, and then one-on-one stuff, but queen alchemy, the next round of it, I've jammed the feminist Fuck mastermind and queen alchemy together. So it's going to be like a double whammy and yeah, we cover this all in there.
1: Amazing. And that's launching soon. That will be like July. Okay. This episode is in July. So okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Amazing. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Let's move into our freedom find segment. So I would love to know what is something you're obsessed with right now that we all need to know about that we all need to try or go buy. Okay. Shit
0: something I'm, I've wasn't thinking about this before something that I'm obsessed with
1: or like maybe a like something we need to watch or read just anything oh oh actually there's a new show
0: on Stan I think you can only get Stan in Australia it's kind of like oh but apparently you can get it on HBO or Hulu okay. or whatever one it's called love life it's this new tv show and like I've just been really missing like a good love romance tv show where it's Is just a it like, reality no, no, yeah. no, no. It's okay. like, it's like it's scripted perfect. or whatever. It's got, um, oh, what's her name? It's got the chick from Twilight.
1: Oh, Kristen Stewart?
0: Yes. it's okay. oh, no, 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 no. It's, oh no, she's not from Twilight. She's from Pitch Perfect. She's yeah, like one of the- Yes, Anna Hendrick. I think it's her. Yeah, brown hair, little, tiny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's got her in it. And basically, she lives in New York, and I'm missing the New York vibes. She lives in New York, and it's like her love life and going through all these different relationships. And it's just like a very chill, nice, like nothing too intense kind of TV show that I like started watching the other week and I am like a, I'm fucking loving it. I'm like, this is a vibe. I feel like we need more kind of gossip girl, like the bold type younger. Yeah. Yeah, I miss those kind of shows. All the shows now are like fucking Vikings or something. I know.
1: Or it's like, I love reality, but I find I need like a break from that as well. Like just watching like a regular show. Yeah. Just just like a happy happy
0: ending. ending. Yeah. Just like a notebook kind of actually, it doesn't yeah. always happy endings in the TV show, but it's just like a nice, easy on the brain watch. TV show. Okay. Yeah.
1: Love that. I hope we have it in Canada. I'm going to go do a deep dive after. Okay.
0: Otherwise just get the, otherwise get the VPN called. I'm going to find it right now. It's a really good VPN express VPN. I think it's like 50 bucks for the year express- and you can just set it yeah. express VPN and you can just set it to Australia and then you'll be able to watch it. Okay. On
1: Perfect. Awesome. Um, Okay. Do you want to tell us about the special gift you had for everyone? And then after that, tell us where we can find you, your podcast, your Instagram, all of that.
0: Okay. So, um, the power up your period ebook is basically goes through all the different phases of your cycles so that you can like tune into the different kind of versions of you as a woman, because like the more that you get in touch with your cycle, the more that you realize, like there's literally different versions of you in every phase of your cycle and embracing that is so rejuvenating and beautiful because then you really get to go into like each version of you, which is really nice. So you guys can download that and read that. And then you can find, and then also free stuff is on my podcast and then called feminine as fuck. You can find me there. And then my Instagram is Monica Yates health. And my website is just Monica au. a for Australia, not a e. often people, often American people think I say Eve but I'm like, no, it's a Australia, AU.
1: <laughs> okay. Amazing. I love that. I'm going to grab, um, okay. your freebie for sure. And I know everyone else will. And just for everyone listening, I, you're the reason I've like started to get into, or started to be more intentional with my period. And I'm finding Yay. it like makes such a difference and for me especially too I have like lower levels of energy um usually the first couple days of my period and it's just like so refreshing to give yourself a bit of a break and be like I don't need to be operating at 100% so go check it out you guys Monica is amazing we didn't even talk about periods today but she's amazing on all sorts of things and check out Her Queen Alchemy course, as well and all her other courses. And we will definitely have to have you back. I feel like I could talk to you about so many different things. Well,
0: there you guys go. Another episode in the back. I hope that you all really enjoyed that episode, the interview that I did with Kelly. You can go and check her podcast out. If you're wanting to join Queen Alchemy with an extended payment plan, you have until maybe the end of December. I can't remember the exact dates. Just email Sarah, hello at monarchyates.com.au, A, not E. Um, The links, the emails below, Um, because you can do an extended payment plan till a certain time. So then it's like half the amount per week compared to usual. If you want to join that. Um, otherwise, I hope to see so many of you in Be A Love a Mother. It is just going to be so... I've been like... This, this fucking program has been brewing for a while. I feel like we can all feel that because I'm such an advocate for men. And like I'm an advocate for men and other women need to help empower the men like we as women need to do this because we're the ones that are like shut us down so heavily shut them down so heavily so we really need to do this and by doing it it actually allows us to be more in our feminine energy which is beautiful so i hope to see so many of your sexy faces on the facebook lives doing that um otherwise i will see you in the next episode have an amazing december well thank you so much for tuning in i hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five, and if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients